2: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156.
3: Yo, what's going on, everybody in the Busted Open Nation? And welcome to the third episode of Busted Open After Dark with me, Uncle Bully Ray. Today on the podcast, MJF and Adam Cole doing some good old-fashioned sports entertainment, banging out 315 like it's nothing, having a really solid match, and then a birthday celebration. But can MJF and Adam Cole, baby, get along? We're going to talk about it. Also, Don Callis, thermonuclear heat. But does he have as much heat as Dominic Mysterio. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk to the nation. We're going to talk about everything from Dynamite when Busted Open After Dark starts right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Don Callis, MJF, and Adam Cole. Those are the three names that really stuck out to me tonight. And I couldn't decide what I really wanted to lead with. But I think I'm leading off with MJF, Adam Adam Cole. Despite a very good main event between Wheeler Yuta and Kenny Omega, I think sports entertainment trumped pro wrestling tonight on Dynamite. Lots of really good to great sports entertainment, and I was hella entertained by MJF and Adam Cole. I loved the stuff in the gym. MJF benching 315 for like five reps. Amazing. Uh, if you guys watch the American Gladiators special on 30 for 30 by e- on ESPN, Apache Dan Carr once taught me that A man never truly owns the weight unless you can do that weight three times. Well, MJF did 315 for five like it was nothing. And then Adam Cole gets underneath the bench and he bags out 315 like it's nothing. Now, a little smoke and mirrors there. Uh, yep, a little uh, uh, camera trickery and use of angles. Yep, absolutely. Because I don't think Adam Cole, baby, is throwing up 315 for reps, but I don't care. And I actually, I thought about some of the critiques that I've had about Moxley in the past when I saw some of the smoke and mirrors that they used for Adam Cole benching 315. Sometimes we see Moxley doing things that we shouldn't really see him doing in the ring tonight with the use of the camera angles we we were made to believe that adam cole could actually bench 315 so that was a great use of a little tomfoolery a little trickery some good camera angles and some smoke and mirrors i'm not going to give away how it was done But great job. I love the fact that they were having a blast in the gym. I don't know how Tommy Dreamer got to Canada so quickly. Obviously, Tommy was in the gym with Adam Cole and MJF. I mean, you saw him right there. I think he was wearing a white T-shirt, you know, the beard, the whole nine yards. Tommy working real hard to drop some weight. So good for you, Tommy. Two thumbs up from uh, your ex-best friend, Bully. then we get to the match. The, you know, the, the match was just it, it was fine for what it was. I liked how Adam Cole got the win by himself. I would have liked to have seen the double clothesline from MJF and Adam Cole, but hopefully that comes into play later on in the in the tournament. And then we get to the sports entertainment part, which was the the birthday party afterwards. These guys are playing so well. MJF and Adam Cole playing so well off of one another. The highest praise that I can give to this segment is that, in my opinion, it was WWE television worthy. And I'm not comparing AEW to WWE. It's just like, if you go back and you remember things like The List with Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens and how entertaining that relationship was, that's what I'm getting from MJF and Adam Cole. Um, The the, the birthday cake, the streamers, the the sincerity, they almost, (laughs) there was almost a point there where Adam Cole was backing off a little bit from the celebration where I was like, Oh my God, I hope the people don't turn on him Uh, because he, he was being a buzz kill for like just a second. But in the end, the people loved it. I loved it. I'd love to hear your feedback. Also what you thought of that segment. And do you think Adam Cole and MJF will win the tournament? And with MJF, And this making friends with people or trying to make friends with people only for him to screw everybody else over. Do you feel like we've been there before with MJF a couple of times? What direction do you want to see them going? Another aspect of the MJF Adam Cole story that I enjoyed from tonight. And and mind you, what word did I just use? Story. Story. Story some good seeds planted tonight for some good stories. And that's one of the things that I feel AEW lacks is cohesive week-to-week storytelling. And I know the AEW diehards think that AEW does storytelling, but if you want to know what I mean by storytelling, all you have to do is look to Friday Night Smackdown and look at what the bloodline have been doing for two and a half to three years. That is storytelling. I'm not saying that AEW needs to have a story or stories that last that long, but that's drama. That's fighting opera. That's pro wrestling and sports entertainment coming together as one when great characters crash into great storytelling. I love the. part with Roderick Strong where Roderick is now second guessing his friendship with Adam Cole because Adam Cole is getting along with MJF and I think this could be one of the best things to happen to Roderick Strong as you guys know I wasn't a huge fan of how Roderick Strong debuted in AEW I'm not a huge fan of how he's been used so far, but I also felt the same way about Jay White and Juice Robinson. And I've definitely seen Jay White and Juice Robinson take plenty of steps forward in the past couple of weeks uh, over the past yeah, month, maybe, maybe four to six weeks. So I'm hoping that they can fit Roderick Strong into this story where people can get finally get emotionally invested in him. Because I don't think any company, whether that was Ring of Honor or, or NXT or now with AEW, I don't think fans have ever truly gotten emotionally invested in roger strong yes he's a great wrestler yes the whole spirit of the fight yes he's a stiff prick and he lays his stuff in i get it you react to his athletic ability and his wrestling ability but now it's time to react to Roderick strong with some emotion about the person Roderick strong and if he gets caught up in this whole adam cole and mjf situation um yeah, so I was almost gonna do a good, the bad, and the ugly tonight on AEW, but I wanted to to really point out the things that I enjoyed about the show, and and the thing that came kept coming back to me are the the stories and the seeds that were planted, especially like I said, the one with Don Callis and Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho used one. Word tonight. And I'm not going to get into the whole Jericho thing now because once I take a break, I'm going to come back and I'm going to take calls because I I want to get to as many people as possible because I appreciate you guys calling in. But Jericho had people hanging on one word tonight. And that word was maybe. Callus is asking him, Do you want to be a you know part of my family? Do you want to be a part of my crew? And Jericho is just like, Maybe. Just that alone is enough to make me want to tune in next week to see if Jericho has an answer. These are the little stories that turn into bigger stories that hopefully will benefit AEW. Because listen, perception and reality. Perception-wise, the AEW fan base has everybody thinking that, you know, the company is doing so great. It's awesome. They can do no wrong. Reality-wise is... They got a lot of TV right now. They have a lot of shows and they're they're struggling to get new eyes on their product. Their own fan base alone doesn't stay ultra loyal every week. So maybe these little stories lead to bigger stories and we get more eyes on the product for AEW because Tonight, like I said, very, very sports entertainment heavy. And that seems to be working right now, especially for the WWE.
0: Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, That's music to my ears. I can only talk.
1: Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services LLC, member NYSE, SIPC.
2: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
3: Props to Eddie Kingston. Congratulations, Eddie Kingston. Eddie knows that this is a business, and Eddie knows that this business is all about making money. He's known that for a long time, whether he's worked on the Indies, which he'd done the majority of his career, and now in AEW. But even though it's a business, we all have things that we want to accomplish, whether that's working in Japan, working in Madison Square Garden, working at WrestleMania. All things, all dreams that I had in this business, and I was, you know, blessed to be able to achieve them. Eddie is now your new Japan, I think it's called open, strong, open champion. He beat Kenta for it, and I know it was a big deal for Eddie to go to Japan and win a championship. I, I said last week on Busted Open that I do not believe that Eddie Kingston needs a championship in AEW. This is technically not AEW; it's New Japan. Uh, and, and saying that Eddie does not need a championship is a, is a compliment. is a huge compliment. I don't think if, I don't know if you guys fully can grasp or understand that. For those of you who do, thumbs up. But congratulations to Eddie on uh, going to Japan and chasing a dream and achieving it. Also want to give props and a shout out to Bully Ray, who this past weekend at the ECW Arena absolutely destroyed and decimated Matt Cardona by putting him through a flaming table and then taking him and carrying him out of the ECW Arena and throwing him into the street, throwing him onto the street at the corner of Swanson and Rittner in South Philadelphia as the entire ECW arena followed me out and chanted, na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na, hey, 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 F.U. Cardona. So, yeah, shout out to Bully Ray. Uh, It was hot. That table was a blaze. The fire was high. And speaking of fire and speaking of heat brings me to my next topic. Don Callis. Oof. Did you hear the boos tonight? Edmonton, right? They were in Edmonton, right, Andre? Edmonton sure. was booing. All right, don't try to get your shit in, Andre. Ed- Edmonton was booing. <laughs> booing Don Callis out of the building. Uh, Edmonton giving Don Callis the Dom Mysterio treatment. Compliment to Don Callis. Don Callis is very good at what he does because Don Callis knows his role. One of the things that Don didn't do tonight that shows how good of a veteran he is, is he never played to the crowd. Not once when that crowd was booing, did Don Callis tell them to shut up or really go out of his way to acknowledge them. And in not acknowledging them, they booed even louder. Mega, mega heat for Don Callis tonight. And I think I said it on Busted Open. There are only two well, not counting myself because I'm the best heel in the business right th- right now. Period. You guys have no idea how good I really am at what I do. But there are, t- <laughs> but Don Callis and Dominic Mysterio are legitimate heels. There is nobody cheering in the crowd for Don Callis. There is nobody cheering in the crowd for Dominic Mysterio. And when I talk about heels and baby faces being loved and hated, uh, my two best examples right now, as far as heels are concerned, are Don Mysterio and Don Callis. You're, it's to the point where you don't care who punches Don Callis in the mouth as long as somebody punches Don Callis in the mouth. That is real heat. That is genuine heat. That goes. But that goes beyond um, hatred. It goes to sheer disdain for Don. You, and there's no piping in of crowd noise. Zero. So let's get rid of that. Maybe WWE sweetens the pot with the levels of the volume because the, the booing is so loud For Dom, because you got to remember, you got 10,000 people on an average Monday night booing Dom, and you have about, let's call it 5,000 people booing Don Callis. So an extra 5,000 people booing might throw the audio levels off, so they have to play with the audio, and I think that's why people think they're piping in noise, and they're just not. So I do have a question for you guys. Don Callis or Dominic Mysterio, who do you hate more and why? Now, I know we got a bunch of people on hold who want to talk about MJF and Adam Cole, but I'm going to jump right out to you right now because I know you're listening, and I want to hear what your opinion is on Don and Dom. So, I'm going to go down to Charlotte, and we're going to get Matt on the line. Matt, welcome to Busted Open After Dark. So I just threw a question out there. Dominic Mysterio or Don Callis? Who do you hate more and why?
2: Well, it's Don Callis. Um, the reason being, I mean, did you hear that crowd tonight? That crowd, he, you said it in the, in the break, uh, in your kind of intro to the question. You know, they he did not play to the crowd. Dom does. Don looks around. He gets frustrated. Don Callis didn't. He was looking Jericho straight in the eyes and let him have it. That heat was real, and it wasn't uh, garnered in a way.
3: Does that make sense? You're saying that you feel like Dom Mysterio might chase the boo, not chase the hug, but chase the boo a little bit? Maybe depending on the crowd,
2: but maybe like exit on like I, I know I'm gonna get this heat, so I want to make it loud for TV.
3: Okay, so why do not you hate himself.
2: not not for himself for TV?
3: But why do you hate Don Callis more? Oh,
2: it's the turn. So okay, it's the turn on Kenny. That, uh, that's fair enough. That's that to me. That's a great answer. Yeah, it's it's a turn on Kenny. Um, and I think that him trying to recruit Chris Jericho is a really fun idea. And my big takeaway from the show tonight was I'm more a WWE guy than an AEW guy, and I'll admit that fully. Um, but if... I don't know how to put this. I think tonight's show was a great... You said earlier a question mark. There was question marks all over the board. There was the maybe. There was the I don't know what's going on with MJF and Cole. I don't know what happened with Kenny and Yuta at the end. Like that, all of that makes me want to watch next week. They absolutely sold me. I'm watching at 8
3: o'clock next Wednesday there you go man i mean stop the presses hell has frozen over a wwe fan has admitted that they liked aew a little bit better tonight and listen (laughs) uh matt matt thank you very much for the phone call by the way thanks for listening to busted open after dark i'll talk to you next week bro um if you're gonna do a heel turn that's the type of reaction you want for a heel turn. I don't care if there's one person in the arena or a hundred thousand people in the arena. If you're going to turn heel for a good reason, that's the type of response that you want. And Don did a great heel turn He's getting booed out of the building. Let's go to Kansas. Let's kick, kick our heels together three times and say, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. Henry. More heat in the wrestling business right now, Don Callis or Dominic Mysterio, brother. I think it's gotta be Dom. And I
2: I hate Don Callis. But the way I was brought up, you respect your dad, you respect your mom. And so the way he disrespected them, to me,
3: he's got the more most heat. So it's it's the relatable it's the relatableness of a child being disrespectful to his parents that does it for you.
2: Yeah, all storyline, I know. But to me, yes, the way he did that. Henry, are you a dad by
3: any chance? Yes, I am. So like if one of your children was to act towards you or your wife like Dom is acting towards his mom and dad, how do you respond to that?
2: I w- I would beat his ass.
3: Oh, there you go. A little little old-fashioned schooling right there. Beat his ass. There ain't nothing wrong with a good ass-kicking every once in a while. Right, Henry? Exactly. That's what he needed. Hey, Hey, Henry, the way I see it, everybody's got to take a beating every once
1: in a while. Exactly. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, Please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Open Trial to start your free trial today.